a pretty new, magnificent uh, arena, as you probably have heard, uh, and we're getting exact numbers out, but we're either close to or over one million people wanting to go. Welcome to the South Mims U podcast. Today we're going to talk about history. We have all been living through what are glibly called historic, unprecedented times. And yes, they are strange. Though strictly, nothing is truly unprecedented, of course. Pandemics have been endemic throughout the story of our species. And the ebb and flow of demagoguery is also, sadly, something every generation or so has to put up with. Sometimes the waves of authoritarianism crash into conflicts and wars, and at other times they are repelled by good people doing their democratic duty. In this episode, we're going to reveal a startling insight into just how historic our times actually are, not merely by declaring them to be so, but by hearing snatches from an actual history lesson which takes place in 40 years' time, in September 2060, to be exact. You heard a snippet of Donald Trump boasting about how many people would attend a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on June 20th, 2020. So what's that got to do with a history lesson in the future? And how can we listen in on one? On the line is our American studies specialist, Thurman Arthur, who will explain. Thurman, welcome. Can you explain? Yes, yes, hello. Um, I think I can. Although not in any truly scientific way. Well, that's okay. We're focusing on what makes it into the history books. I understand that what we're talking about here is a connection that the South Mims U Physics Department has made with a parallel universe. Is that right? It is. There's a many possible worlds theory in physics, which, well, posits that there are an infinite number of parallel streams of time separated by mere atoms or matter or the kind of thing that you find in a black hole, I imagine. Well, physics was never my strong subject. Nor mine. Um, suffice to say that while conducting experiments with atoms and the possibility of them existing in two separate places at the same time, they stumbled across a glitch in time which allowed them to fast forward into the future of one particular parallel universe, a universe in which we caught a glimpse of a primary school history lesson given by one Miss Cora O'Regan. And the primary school is our own St Hedwig's here in South Mims, isn't that right? It is. And we checked, um, before you ask, whether there is a Miss Cora O'Regan working at St Hedwig's right now, and there isn't. Okay, so this is someone who is probably um, a child right now, isn't, isn't that true? Yes, or, or she exists in a parallel universe. But what's important is that it seems as if the history of the year 2020 is the same in that universe as it is in ours. Well, how do you know that? Well, this is why these snatches of audio are so fascinating. She has decided to do a lesson specifically about how young people can make their mark on the world of politics and protest, and she chooses one specific incident. What she says, the history books call the Great Tick-Tock Tulsa Takedown. Right, so the prank played by millions of teens and K-pop fans to sabotage the rally which President Donald Trump's campaign team had arranged in Tulsa, Oklahoma, is what you're referring to? Yes, yes, indeed, on June the 20th, 2020. Actually, why don't we hear what Miss O'Regan told the children in her class, shall we? 
Oh, good idea. Okay, so so this is the recording. Uh, some of it is a little indistinct, which is no surprise because it's been recorded across a wormhole in the space-time continuum. But I'm sure you'll find it fascinating. So this is Miss Cora O'Regan speaking to her class of ten-year-olds in the year 2060. Um, Benito, Benito, please put Jerry down. No, the right way up, please. Jerry, are you all right? Turn your glasses the right way up, Jerry. Good boy. Beyonce, this isn't the time to show your pet snail to Lydia. Put it back in your lunchbox, please. Thank you. Now, children, you probably think that the world is run by grown-ups and that children or young people can't really do very much to change their minds about what they're doing. Well, I'd like to tell you a true story, a historical story, about a moment in time when young people, kids not much older than you, teenagers and slightly older people, like my parents, got together to prank a very nasty man and make him look bad on TV, which was what he hated the most. No, Gerald, this isn't Game of Thrones. This is history, Gerald. You just went to the toilet. Oh, all right, but don't take too long this time. Now, the nasty man I'm talking about was the President of the United States. His name was Donald Trump. Before he was President, he pretended to be a businessman and a TV personality. And for some strange reason, enough people voted for him in an election and he became the President. Now, you all know what an election is, don't you? Good. So, Trump loved to have big rallies. That's like a huge show, or maybe a pantomime. In a big arena with a lot of screaming fans, waving coloured bits of paper and cheering anything that Mr Trump said or did, and even cheering when he managed to take a drink of water without spilling it on his tie. Yes, children, the world 40 years ago was a very strange time indeed. Sorry, uh, the stream of electrons often suffers from interference, but you can see that Miss O'Regan is clearly referring to the Tulsa rally. After a few minutes, the connection was re-established. Well, she sounds like a very nice teacher. She does. We, we might try and find her. Though, wouldn't that interfere with the stream of time? I mean, you could contact her and her life would change. I mean, she might not even become a teacher. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The ethics around this are very complex. Anyway, she'd only be about five or six-year-old now, or not even born. Let's continue with the lesson, shall we? Indeed, and here's more of the tape. Oh, Gerald, you're soaking wet. Sit in the corner and don't pick at the scab. What have I told you about picking at scabs? No, Adolf, Gerald is not a zombie. Now, let's continue. 2020 was a very strange year, children. Remember yesterday we talked about the pandemic of 2020, the time when a lot of people got very sick from something called COVID-19, which was a coronavirus. We did viruses in science class. Remember? Yes. Well, many leaders around the world made the people in their countries angry because they didn't do enough to stop people dying. 
and a lot of people died, especially in America. President Trump, the nasty man, said it was a hoax, which means a lie. That's like a joke or something to make people scared when they don't need to be scared. He was wrong. Many, many people died in America. Then there are a lot of protests because a black man called George Floyd was killed by a white policeman in an American city. It was a horrible event that a 16-year-old girl filmed using her iPhone. You all remember what an iPhone is, don't you, children? We did that in Digital History on Monday. So you had a pandemic in which most people had to stay at home and then a worldwide series of protests of both young and old fighting for racial equality and also against President Trump, who didn't seem to care about anything. So he decided he wanted to feel the love of his supporters and he held a rally in the American state of Oklahoma in a city called Tulsa. And at first, he chose the evening of June 19th. Now that angered a lot of people because that's a day that's known as Juneteenth, which celebrates the official end of slavery in America. Yes, Abigail, you're right. We learned about all of these things from Livia, the student teacher from America. Well done, well remembered. You get a gold star. Yes. Now, Gerald, don't cry. No, Gerald, you can't sit down until your trousers have dried. She's very clear, very precise, and she doesn't try to simplify things for the kids. I think that that's very admirable. Kids can deal with the news, even if it's disturbing. They need to be able to cope with it, or when they grow up, they won't be able to change anything. Though many have been criticising the so-called Gen Z generation for being entitled snowflakes, and yet it turns out that they're very far from that. Ah, that's exactly Miss O'Regan's point. Here is more of the recording. Now, many grown-ups at the time thought that young people were all too busy looking at their phones and devices and being afraid of the outside world. They thought that all young people expected their parents and the government to do everything for them. Some people called them snowflakes. Yes, Benito, that is a bad thing. I know a snowflake is pretty, but it's also something that melts very quickly and is very delicate. And that's what people thought of many teenagers back then. But they were proved wrong. So Mr Trump wanted to do this rally and he was famous for being a racist. Good. You're all nodding. You all know what this means, don't you? Uh, well, Benito, no, it's not something horses do. That's racing. Pay attention, please, Benito, or I'll have to have a word with your mother. To stop all the criticism, Mr Trump moved the date to the next day and his election campaign people sent out social media messages asking people to register for tickets. They were free and you could register for two each. One grandmother in the state of Iowa was very angry. So she made a little video on what was called TikTok. Does anyone know what that was? Yes. Well, it was a social media app where you made little videos of songs or anything you want and posted it and people liked it, shared it, 
and did their own little videos. This grandma, Mary Jo Lope was her name, made a little video saying, wouldn't it be good if lots of people registered for tickets to the rally but did not show up so there would be lots of empty seats and the extremely vain, nasty Mr Trump would look very bad. It would spoil his whole year. She put the video out and it got lots and lots of likes. Then kids all over America and fans of K-pop music all decided that it would be a great idea and hundreds of thousands of them signed up. They shared the right zip code and used Google Voice to create phone numbers so the system would think they were real. And the number of ticket requests went up and up and up, like Jack's Beanstalk. Yes, Abigail, the TikTok videos were like magic beans. That's a very good analogy. You all remember what an analogy is, don't you, children? No, Benito, it's not a skin disease. Gerald, now your scab is bleeding. Don't cry. Don't cry, Gerald. Go to Nurse Ratchet now. Yes, it was a very amusing prank. It certainly fooled Trump and his people. Yes, very soon they were boasting about a million people wanting to go to the rally. Uh, let's remind ourselves of what they said before it happened. We're either close to or over one million people wanting to go. Uh, we have a 22,000-seat arena, but I think we're going to also take the convention hall next door, and that's going to hold 40,000, so we'll have 22,000 plus 40,000, which would mean that we'd have over 900,000 people that won't be able to go, but uh, hopefully they'll be watching. But it's, uh, it's an amazing, nobody's ever heard of numbers like this, I think. Of course, we can't be sure if what Miss O'Regan calls the great TikTok Tulsa takedown was entirely the result of hundreds of thousands of false ticket requests. Well, the campaign said it was media hysteria about catching COVID-19. Well, and that must have played a part, as did the apparent threat of demonstrators outside the arena. Does Miss O'Regan continue the story? She does. You like the sound of her, don't you? Well, I do. I mean, like I said, I wish I had a teacher like her when I was at school. OK, OK. Well, here's more of the lesson. So Mr Trump thought that he would step out onto a stage in the middle of almost 20,000 adoring fans and have 40,000 extra fans outside chanting his name and the names of other famous racists. But what happened? You won't be surprised to learn that because of all those Gen Z kids, the Zoomers as they became known in 2020, all those snowflakes and entitled brats, the most powerful man in the world, stepped out to rows and rows of empty seats. <laughs> yes, and he hated it. How the world laughed. And when a leader gets laughed at, children, he stops being a leader. Even his most fanatical fans begin to think that he is, well, children, what was the story we talked about this morning? Yes, the emperor with no clothes. Except you really wouldn't want to see Mr. Trump with no clothes. Stop giggling, Lily. <laughs> and please don't draw things like that. So children, the moral of this story is that it doesn't matter how young you are or how much time you spend on your digital devices 
or what grown-ups might say about you sticking to kids stuff and not getting involved in politics. You can and you must get involved even now because deep down you know what's right and you know what's fair and when you see something is wrong and unfair you must speak up because when we all speak up then we make things better and I believe that the Gen Z generation the Zoomers, the TikTokers, the K-poppers, the alt and elite TikTokers struck a mighty and very funny blow for freedom. And they did change the world. Why? Because the world is a better place than it was in 2020. Just think about that. And when you go home, ask your grandparents what did you do in 2020 to make the world a better place? And they just might show you a TikTok video they made and a tweet they sent or an Insta story they made and how they went on a Black Lives Matter march. And when they were 18, they went out to vote. That is the true story of the great TikTok Tulsa takedown. Benito, are you asleep? Oh, Benito. Well, frankly, that was inspirational. I completely agree. I hope she was right. I think she will be. I mean, is, is, uh, in her time, I mean, her universe. If things don't get better in ours, I wonder if it's possible to jump through the, that wormhole. Do you think that I could do that? Well, and do what? Um, talk to her. Find out what the world is actually like in 2060 over a coffee or a drink, and also talk about history, history as it should be. I mean, the future as it should be. I'm getting my universes mixed up. But it might not be our world. It is a parallel universe after all. All we can do is accept the world we have and work to change it for the better. In the end, it is only people who can make history and shape it for good or ill. You're right, Thurman. And it's our duty to take an active part in shaping our own history. And we'll be studying both history and the future here at South Mims U long after you and I are, well, retired. Well, thank you very much, Thurman, for bringing us that amazing breakthrough in uh, physics or quantum physics or science, whatever it is. It was fascinating. And please, dear listeners, let us know what you think. You can send us an email at southmimsu at gmail.com. And please share, review and explore our podcasts. There are a goodly number of them ready for your enjoyment. And if you're a member of the Gen Z generation, get out there and change the world. Thank you. Goodbye. Either close to or over one million people wanting to go. Either close to or over one million people wanting to go. Either close to or over one million people wanting to go. Either close to or over one million people wanting to go. 